Welcome everyone to the Action Only Podcast. I'm your host, Jalal Wilson. And today I have a special guest that I'm very excited to get into a conversation with. Uh, we have Mark Savant on the podcast today. And man, we are going, we are in for a treat. I think it's important to have people who are going the direction you want to go and talk to them about their journey, talk to them about their process. And I really thought it was important to have Mark on the podcast because I want to encourage other people to start podcasts. And Mark is already on the journey. He's learned some things along the way, and we're going to pick his brain. Now, Mark has a top 1% podcast. It is called The After Hours Entrepreneur. His podcast, um, is, he is, I'm sorry, he also has a podcast group which he helps people and businesses create and launch podcasts. He is already, he, we were talking about today how he already has a sponsor, sponsors for his podcast. And one of them being Riverside FM, which we are recording with right now. So I'm just really want to get into this conversation with Mark. Like, how do you even get a top 1% podcast? How long has he been on this journey? We're going to talk to him. How you doing, Mark? Oh, I'm stoked to be here. Excited, excited to talk to all the action takers, brother. That's what it's all about. Taking the yes. action. And you know, it's, oh, and let me say this. Mark just hit the the big four uh, less than a month ago. So I want to say happy belated birthday. And I hope you enjoyed your birthday. Oh, yeah. It was great. Took the kids camping. And I will say, you know, camping without an air mattress gets a little bit more difficult as you get a little bit older. <laughs> Yeah, but it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. And actually, I I left this out. I met Mark back in um, 2018. It was during the time where I was um, doing my single father thing. Um, and he hit me up on Instagram and he was like, man, I love what you're doing. You know, I, I love to talk and, you know, get to know you. And we talked about, you know, fatherhood in general. So it was amazing to fast forward four years later. And we actually get to have this conversation. So I want you guys to sit back and get ready and enjoy this treat. And we're going to get right into it. So, Mark, you have a top 1% podcast. Like, what got you into podcasting? Like, what made you go this direction? Sure. So going back to about that time when we first met, I was just unhappy. I, I had a job that was paying the bills. I had the bottom rung of Maslow's hierarchy of needs set, right? Married and, you know, kids. I was, I was, I was good, but I just was unhappy. I was unfulfilled. I didn't like where my life was headed. I felt like I was in an industry that was on the decline. I was in the insurance industry. I mm. felt like a lot of insurance was being commoditized. Quite frankly, you might be looking at your industry right now and recognizing that, oh crap, chat GPT can do my job better than me. Yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, we could go in on AI because now is the time to take action with AI and start playing with it because it is tremendous. But at that time, I just recognized I was unhappy. I started tinkering and trying a bunch of different projects. I fell in love with podcasting because I was learning a lot. I was listening. I was getting all these nuggets. I was like, why don't I, why don't I try one? And so I started the Awesome Dad Show, started reaching out to awesome dads like Jalal here, created a community, which is you can still find on Facebook. It's still there. Um, but I knew that I wanted to make money. That was the goal. 
you know, and the, the problem I had is I wasn't just, I was not even close to making enough money through the fatherhood project, the awesome dad show. So I shifted to the after hours entrepreneur, uh, because people started paying me to help them with their podcast. People started paying me to help them with social media and got into it. Grant just kept grinding, listening, solving problems. And, you know, the cool thing about entrepreneurship, the cool thing about taking action is you, you, you know, you just keep solving bigger and more interesting problems on your journey. And I'm at this point now where I just feel like I've got a lot figured out, just had the best month in the company business and just going to keep, keep rolling, keep rolling, keep solving more problems. But I'll tell you, it doesn't happen overnight. At least it didn't for me. And it, it all starts with that first step. It all f- starts with that first action. That is amazing. So you just decided, Hey, I'm unhappy. I don't like the direction of my life. Um, I'm in this industry. It's declining. I've got to figure something out. And so you did what more of us should do. You started tinking around to find what was going to be your thing and landed on something. I th- I think it's important too, because I like what you said about, you know, you started the awesome dad show and then it wasn't going the direction you needed to go. It wasn't providing you with the goal is to make money. So it wasn't providing you that. So you pivoted. And I love that because I think that's, that's a place where a lot of us get stuck. Now, when you had to make the pivot, did you say, was there any time during that time period? You're like, man, I kind of, you know, I feel like, did you get down on yourself at all during that time period when you realize, okay, I tried this and it didn't work. Or how did you feel during that time period when you decide to make the pivot? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I was down on myself, although I mm-hmm. think the life of an entrepreneur, there's a lot of doubt that happens all the time. You know, it's easy to to forget about that when you see all the smiling faces and on social media and all the wins that people post. And that stuff is good. It's really important that you're sharing wins with your community. Traffic attracts traffic. However, everybody doubts themselves all the time. It's almost yeah. daily that I'm doubting myself. So that that's definitely part of it. But I think more so importantly, and I really try to preach this to as many people as I can that are kind of thinking about taking the action, is that you can have all – I think it was Mike Tyson who said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Yes, yes. Right? And And that's kind of what it's like when you start your project. You can spend tons of money – tons of energy to put together your perfect course or your perfect podcast or that perfect YouTube channel that's going to help you make millions. But what you're going to find is that a lot of your hypotheses are going to be incorrect. So you're just going to continuously be tinkering and looking for clues, looking for breadcrumbs, looking for, okay, I made some money here. Is this scalable? If I lean into this, how can I grow this out? And surrounding yourself with people that can give you honest feedback that are actually invested in your success, I think is a, is a really important part of that because the sooner you can get clear on your next steps, the sooner you can get clear on what's, what's going to work and what's working, the faster you're going to get to leave that job that you hate, the faster yeah. you're going to be able to see the success that you, that you're visioning in your mind. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I, I think I, I also want to touch on something you said, because I, I think, I've dealt with that a lot is that you said everybody doubts themselves. 
and everybody, you think you've created the perfect course. You think you've created the perfect this. And then you realize, okay, like, dang, this didn't hit the way I thought it was going to hit. And so it's interesting that, you know, you talked about that because I, I, I definitely have experienced that in my own journey. Now, I want to go back to something you said earlier. You said someone started to pay you. So how did that first like client come? Like, how did that whole thing happen? Well, someone just saw me showing up day after day after day. And they said, hey, I'm trying to build up my Instagram. Can you help me create content for my Instagram channel? And I said, okay, yeah. And I did that and it, it went okay, but it, it just, it didn't, it didn't really connect. So then I started with another client who's kind of a similar project, you know, Hey, um, I need to create content to help improve, you know, to help build up my presence. And I think she was in real estate. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was a while ago. So I worked with her and it kind of fizzled out. Um, but what, I, what happened, Jalal is over time is I worked with different clients on different projects is I started to find my zone of genius. Mm. I started to find that niche where like, I feel like I can really help people here. And again, success leaves clues, right? right? So once I had a little bit of success in one with one client, I got to tweak my offer for my next client. So I could continuously just get better and better at attracting the type of customers in the t- types of clients that I, that I wanted to attract. So I think more so than anything, you, you definitely want to get started. I don't think you want to overpromise and underdeliver, but as soon as you can start finding some customers and clients that are interested in what what you can offer, you got to dig in. Again, you know, I was in the insurance industry for the last decade, right? Yeah. Uh, before before this, I had no experience in broadcasting, no experience in media production, but trial and error, getting there and learning. I was, I was able to get there. And, and again, that's a big part of what I, I try to do now with my show after hours entrepreneurs, how can we get you there faster? Start taking the action and just, we're going to get you there faster with um, really helping you to give people clarity on what next action steps might actually look like. Okay. Okay. So I, I love what you're saying. And it sounds like part of what you did at the beginning was you were learning, you were just learning on the job, but you were essentially getting paid to learn on the job of and figuring out how best you can do your job as far as, you know, the different clients you had, figuring out that the right type of client for you to serve, the one you could deliver the most value to. And you were just going through the process while getting paid at the same time. Well, yeah. And when you're first starting off a business, you know, you say yes to everyone. Anybody that's willing to give you money, like, yeah, I'll do, yes, I'm in, I'll try yeah, it. Yeah. You know, but now four and a half, five years into the journey, I say no a lot because I know who I can serve. I know the price point that I want to hit. And, you know, if someone's not a fit for whatever reason, I'll say not a fit here, but here are a few people I know in the industry that I think are a good fit and I can, I can yeah. refer them out, which is, which is a win, win, win. Um, and now I, I just feel so blessed. I left my day job about eight months ago. I just had the best month yet. Um, I have a team of six people. We've got nearly yeah. a dozen clients. I have a mastermind program for entrepreneurs that's just hit. I think we're at 29 people now. So we're just about to hit the 30 person mark. And, uh, it's a blessing, man, because again, once you kind of get in there, you can start to get some, ri- some momentum. And I don't think momentum's talked about enough. But 
what happens when you start taking action early and often is you start to build momentum and it just starts to um, exponentially grow. And it's, that's, I think where things get really exciting. That's, uh, that is amazing. And this is, I, I love the fact that, you know, you kind of have this timeline that we can look at like, Hey, this has been four years, uh, four and a half years and boom, it started here. And this is what con- that consistency and the momentum can do for you over the time you were playing the long game and we live in a society right now where we're hooked to instant gratification, but all the, all the wins are in playing the long term, letting people see what you can do consistently over time. And that's kind of what you said that people saw that you were showing up and then they started offering you money. Like I see that you're consistent and what you do, I need that in my life. And how can I, you know, how much do I got to pay you to help me get there? hundred percent. And I think you brought up a really, I think a really important point, something I was very resistant to for years in that. What do people want? What do people mm. want to hear in order to make a purchase? Right. Mm. People don't want, it's going to be long. It's going to be tough. It's going to be grueling. You're going to, you're not going to be able to watch Netflix anymore. People don't want to hear that. Right. Okay. And I think people intrinsically understand that it's it's not easy to to take action and build something. And I don't promise that it doesn't. It's not going to be easy, but it doesn't need to be complicated. We can make it simple, mm-hmm. right? And so over time, as you as you um, give pitches, as you build lead magnets, as you develop um, you know your marketing skills, you better understand your audience. You can start to kind of pick out words that can really change. The amount of people are going to say, I want that click because mm-hmm. if you're using the wrong language, nobody's going to click. So doing, you know, changing your language from something like it's going to be hard, but we're going to get there to, I have a framework that makes it simple. You're going to dramatically increase your mm-hmm. conversions. And again, this is the type of stuff I, I really want to help people with early because you, you, you don't need to learn the hard way and throw tens of thousands of dollars at a project, you know, it, it doesn't need to be that complicated. And that's, again, what I try to shoot for in the after hours entrepreneur is, Hey, I'm going to make it simple. Here's what I read this week. This is something that you can use. Here's an action item. So I don't promise that it's going to be easy, but I do promise that it can be simple. If that makes sense. Yes, that, that definitely makes sense. And I was, that's interesting that you, you talk about that because I was just watching a, YouTube video with Naval and uh, his mentor is Gunthry or I'm, I said, I know I butchered that his name wrong, but they were saying that hard work is overrated. And what is more important is taking the right actions instead of focusing on, uh, he was saying that when we say we worked hard, well, if you worked hard at the wrong things, it's just an excuse you tell yourself well, at least I worked hard, but really the goal is to work. I mean, to use our time and energy on working on the right things. And that is kind of like what you're saying. You're helping people understand, okay, we don't have to use the word hard. We have to use the word frameworks because we have frameworks and systems that we have put in place to help you get from point A to point B, whatever that is. And you're going to have to put some effort, but it doesn't have to be hard. It can be simple. You follow the process that we've already laid out for you. 
that, that that's you hit the nail on the head it's it's and and again there's there's a learning curve to understanding the language of your audience the language yeah. of what people are going to say oh what Jalal said in this little in this Facebook ad or in this Instagram reel that makes sense to me maybe I'll hop on a call and then you can continue to take that further another just kind of quick pro tip something that kind of took me a while to pick up on but I think is something that's absolutely free this is actionable something that everyone can take from from this episode is if you're thinking about starting some sort of side hustle some sort of business the first thing you should do is look at the competition mm-hmm. What is the language that the competition is using? Look at the top. What is the language that they use? What does their imagery look like? What's their cadence? What are their offers? Because you can learn a lot from the people that have already made it work. Now, we don't want to copy them because what makes you unique, what makes you different is everything. It is everything. However, you don't want to reinvent the wheel and create some sort of revolutionary new business, right? You don't need to do that. You need to look at, hey, what are some frameworks? What is the language? What are the keywords that are that this person is using? And how can I leverage those kind of clues and make them mine? Looking at the competition is absolutely crucial, and it can accelerate you dramatically. You don't need to learn the hard way. You can learn from the people that have already made it happen. Yeah, I think that's that's good. And it goes back to kind of what you said earlier when you said success leads clues. So you're you're basically saying, look at these businesses that are already successful, take some clues that you can use to help you on your journey to starting your business. And then you, like you said, you interject your originality into it, but you don't have to, to build it from scratch. And I think that is one of the things that we try to do too often. I have been guilty of this myself is trying to come up with the next revolutionary thing when there's something yeah. that I could do that would fit my skill set right in front of me. It's almost like it goes back to that hard thing, trying to do the hardest thing just to say you did the hardest thing instead of doing the the right thing that fits what you have the ability to do. So I think that's very interesting. Yeah, bro. I spent I spent so long agonizing over trying to invent something that had never been thought of before. But guess what? There are billions of people on earth. The mm. chance that you're going to come up with the next huge idea like Netflix. And I don't want to like damper the conversation. It's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't need to be, you know, you don't need to be Elon Musk. You don't need to like invent tunnels that are going to transport us like super fast. Right. That doesn't need to happen. You know, what what needs to happen is you, you need to take some action and start looking at some models that look fun and interesting and kind of start experimenting. Um, because, you know, what happened for me for a long time was I could show you notebooks of tons of little doodles and drawings of these inventions. And um, I just wasted a lot of time waiting for uh, waiting for the perfect idea to hit. And it's just really freaking hard to make yeah. that happen. Yeah. And yeah, the the perfect. There's that 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 word. We perfection, all, all traps. Um, there is no mm-hmm. such thing as perfect. There is no such thing as perfection. It's all, it's all up to the eye of the beholder. And there's another word that goes there, but it's, per, it's perception. Mm. And so I, I think that that's that's very interesting and a great point. I want to ask you this. If someone right now is considering 
starting a new podcast? Is it too late? Is a is a podcast market too saturated? Is it still possible to get in and make a a, a living as a podcaster? Well, it, it definitely is. Okay, I think that going into a podcast. Okay, so we need to set some realistic expectations, okay. right? And and that's one of the things I do with my with my launch agency, my podcast agency, is setting expectations and really getting an understanding of what somebody wants to wants to do. The chance that you're going to start a podcast and blow up, you know, like to be a Joe Rogan or a Dak Shepard or your fi- name your favorite celebrity has a podcast, that's not going to happen, right? But the podcast is is really powerful. It's a really powerful media creation tool, right? I think, and I, Aaron on demand, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Aaron, um, but Aaron on demand is a YouTuber that I've, I've really admired. And she made, made a really good point in that as a creator, as a business, you need to have one place where your short form content lives, a place where you can keep showing up, keep reminding people I'm here, I'm doing it. Look at me. I'm still here reminding people what you do short form. And you need to have a place where your long form content lives long form, meaning, Hey, I like what Jalal had to say in this little clip. I want to hear more. I want to hear, I'm thinking about giving Jalal some money, but I kind of want to know a little bit more first, right? It's kind of like the Google review. You know, if someone has a hundred Google reviews, five-star Google reviews, and someone has one four-star Google review, who are you going to choose? Right. 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 And so the podcast, I think, is a really powerful place for your long-form ideas content to live. It's not going to be as engaging as, say, an Instagram reel or a TikTok clip, but it's a place where people can get to know you and your ideas better. So it doesn't have to be a podcast. It could be a YouTube channel. It could be a blog or a Substack. Uh, it's it's really, I think, up to you is the, you know what your mentality is, but a podcast is still very much viable. So that that's kind of... That's kind of that. I, I just want to flesh out one more, I think, idea that okay. I think is important in that I think the podcast is typically going to be best if you have some sort of larger ticket offer, some sort of value offer, some sort of service, some sort of product that you offer, because um, it's it's very difficult to make a real income through advertisers on your on your show. That's that's a really tough thing to make mm-hmm. make a living off of. So, yeah. Okay. And I think that that's, that's good information because we want to understand that there's multiple ways to get it done. Like this is, you know, the route that some will go. Some may prefer to go the, the way of YouTube or whatever else is the next big thing that comes out. There will be different avenues to get it done. But the I think the biggest thing is you have to just Try, try one, see if it works for you. And if that isn't the one, be willing to try another. Just keep at it until you figure out what's going to be your method, what's going to be your place that you can get these eyeballs on you to then start having people come to you to help solve their 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 problem. Um, so yeah, I, think I think that's the, I think that's the key is is solving that problem, right? Mm-hmm. Figuring out who, who's my audience and what what is the problem that they have and what's the best way to solve that problem. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's amazing. Now, I like what you said earlier about what you do with your podcast. You want to tell people about things you, you've learned in a book that day 
or um, just the things that you've learned. And you mentioned uh, chat GPT. And before this uh, podcast, I listened to an AI. I listened to that uh, uh, <laughs> podcast you did with the uh, chat GPT and the AI talking. And it was, it was crazy because you know, I wouldn't have known that that first part of that podcast wasn't you. So I, I think that that is absolutely amazing what the AI technology can do. And you said something earlier that we need to start playing around with it. And why is that important? Okay, so I'm going to geek out a little bit. You know, okay. People might disagree, and that's perfectly fine. AI is probably the most disruptive technology that we're going to experience in our life. Mm. Okay. And whenever there's some sort of disruptive technology, millionaires are made. Okay. Um, it's, it's probably going to present the most opportunity I think of our lifetime. So I think, you know, we start talking about taking action. A lot of people are kind of on the fence, like, Oh, there's a moral dilemma with AI. Sure. I, I get that. There's some moral hazard there. Um, people say, oh, I don't want to lose the personal touch. I just had this conversation with someone today. Okay, yeah, no, personalization is important. But AI is so immensely powerful. In Just in my business, I run a podcast agency, right? Like we talked about, AI has increased, it's decreased the amount of time that I have to spend on projects by, we'll say 65%. Mm-hmm. Um, the quality of the content is much better and it's lowered it's it's lowered my expenses dramatically as well probably another 65%. So I can take on way more clients, give a much better experience. So within this within within this bubble, within this context, if I was starting off from scratch and I had no idea what I was going to do, I would start listening to AI podcasts, I'd be watching AI videos, I'd be compiling, I would start practicing and playing with AI. And then I would just, I would make it known that I'm the AI guy, baby. That's what mm-hmm. I do. And I think that you're going to try, you could land some really big clients because AI solves a lot of really, really big problems. Productivity, it's more reliable. It's, 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 it's really powerful. Um, so if you start to kind of dive into the implications of AI and what it can do, um, y- you can be, on the cutting edge, you can be surfing that wave, baby, all the way down to the, to the beach. Um, because it, it just opens up tremendous opportunity. And I think that's amazing. And I, I, I have been playing around with chat GPT for a couple months now, and I, I find it to be amazing. Uh, one of the things I like to do is if I have an idea but I, I just don't know, okay, like how do, how, what would be some steps to, if I'm going to write about this idea, what are some ways that I could frame this? Like, what are some, um, some categories to put this in, to make this sound and just being able to go in there and ask you questions and get some, Oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. And then get these yeah. points that I, then I could just write about it. There's, it will help eliminate the idea of, writer's block, um, creative block, because it can help you flush out these ideas. But I, and I think one of the, one of the things you said, like you, you're going to have to play with the technology because 
a lot of it is if you cannot ask the right questions, you're not going to get the right answer. So you have to learn how to be able to prompt this thing to help you in a way that will move whatever you're doing forward. And so I love the idea of saying, hey, you know, if you don't know exactly what you want to do right now, start playing around with AI and start, you know, learning and diving into that. And then, like you said, being known as the person who could do that, uh, I could see how that could definitely land you some some big opportunities because it is going to play such a major, major role. Um, it's tremendous. And I mean, that's level one. It goes deeper. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Um, a friend of mine has developed a video editing software that uses AI. So the AI will go in, it'll take out clips of the video, put together the transcriptions. All of a sudden, your 30-minute podcast episode has been converted into clips like that. Super wow. crazy. Super crazy. And even just the example of that podcast episode that you listen to. I use ChatGPT to, to come up with a title, to write the script, and then I uploaded it to the software that mimicked my voice and was able to sp- to say that, you know, to deliver the entire episode in my voice. It's really crazy, dude. It's, yeah, it's, it's mind blowing, man. And, you know, that's in, you know, quite frankly, that's kind of where I'm reframing my agency. Cause I've, I've gotten the, you know, I've gotten a core. I'm at a place now where I can say no to clients that aren't a fit. And so now I'm looking to rebrand is we're cutting edge. We're using the newest AI, the newest tech. We're leveraging keywords and SEO to maximize your website and really just trying to go from a place of um, not competing on price, mm-hmm. but competing on the value. Because people, Alex, I don't know, you know who Alex Hormozzi is? Yes, yes, yes. Have you read his book, $100 million offers? I have not yet. I did see it on your your top books of oh, 2022. It I is a banger. It's like 99 cents. It's it's unbelievable. But um, he made this point that I wish I would have learned earlier on. Mm-hmm. And it's very simple. Solve rich people problems because they pay better. It's like, oh, yeah, that that makes sense. So anyway, I think that AI and tech are, bring a lot of opportunity to creators and uh, side hustlers to um, solve rich people problems because rich people don't they don't want to like be fiddling around with AI and stuff. But if, if they know that you have some, um, some experience and you can execute it, you know, the, I'm, I'm telling you right now, the proof is in the pudding. You can save yeah. business owners hundreds of thousands of dollars with this tech. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I love that, uh, quote. I had another, um, there's a guy that I, I like, um, his name is Myron Golden. And he talks about how, it is, it is, what most of us do is we spend our time trying to find hard ways to make a little bit of money mm. when it is much easier to find easy ways to make a lot of money. But it's just a flipping our, our, our mindset and our perspective to look for these larger opportunities. And so when I hear you talk about AI, that's that's what I'm hearing. You know, there's these opportunities that, you know, you were able to save yourself 65 percent or 65 percent of your time and, and, and money on you just leveraging the technology that is out here. Just think of what other businesses, what other people could use, what other rich people could use that service in their lives to um, 
help them save that type of money. And if we're going into a recession, one of the things that people pay for during a recession is things that will save them money. So I, I think you, you know, it's really something to dive into and I'm not the most tech savvy person, but I think if you, like you said, YouTube university is, is there, you can dive in and learn anything you want to learn. If you are willing to take action and apply yourself and just like with podcasting, anything, you just have to know a little bit more than the person behind you when you get started. And that makes you more of an expert than they are. It's 100% correct. And I, I, you know, again, if, if I was starting from scratch with no experience, I would just start learning AI because guess what? Nobody knows what the heck is going on. Right. So you can get a few steps ahead very quickly and you can solve very expensive problems just by knowing how to use it. It's, it's incredibly powerful. Yeah. And, and, the, and there's so many people that have not even heard of like chat GPT yet. You know, there's so many people that don't know what some of this AI technology can do. So I think, you know, now is the time to get in there and do, and we go through these cycles that, you know, a couple of years ago, it was people saying um, with crypto and all these different things. So we go through these cycles where there's opportunities at the beginning of these things. And it is up to us to say, yeah, I don't know a lot. I don't necessarily understand how this works, but I'm going to take action because I've seen in the past that when these new disruptive things come along, there is opportunity there to be had. And so I think this is important. And when you can talk to someone who's actually done it already and put it in their business and see how it's working for them, then we know that that's, that's one of them success leaves clues moments. 100. And I got, you know, quite frankly, I got involved with NFTs too. I remember when Zuckerberg announced that they were changing the name of their mm -hmm. company to Meta. I was like, whoa, yeah, I need to pay attention. And so listen, we're action takers. Um, turned around, launched a podcast called NFTs Made Simple with a friend of mine. And it, that's still out there. We're still recording for it. I had a recording earlier today. And, and quite frankly, NFTs and crypto have really kind of dropped off the map as far as public conversation. Um, I Don't sleep on them. I think NFTs are actually very, very important. They're going to be very important over the coming five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, but AI is it's 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 transformative it's it's yeah. it's on a different level of impact i think yeah i i would definitely agree with that just because the sheer number of things that it can alleviate that us humans find tedious to do or we don't know how to do or we don't yeah. do as well as it could do so i i i definitely agree with what you're saying um there's something else i I heard you um, talk about on your podcast and I thought it was very interesting. Um, you were talking about uh, the book Atomic Habits, which I have on my bookshelf up there. Um, and you were talking about how you were able to figure out a way to apply a piece of that to your, your own life and your relationship with your wife. And I thought that was pretty amazing how you were, I've heard this saying, um, what gets scheduled gets done. And yeah. so you um, realizing that you need to make a change to, you know, help your, your marriage, which we as men need to do sometimes 
even when we're on this journey of trying to figure things out, do what we need to do. I kind of want you to tell us again, like how you were able to use that piece of that book and apply it to your life in a situation that was able to help you. Cause I want people to understand that there's some powerful things that we can learn from reading and we have to apply though. And I, I love how you applied in that situation. Uh, thanks y'all. Thanks for listening. I've, I've become a reader in my, in my later years, I guess. And, um, yeah, what I, what I try to do is just take like a little lesson, share how I've applied it with others to inspire you to take action as well. Again, every time I want, I want every time someone interacts with me to walk away with, okay, here's one thing I can do to improve my life and business, right? Action, 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 um, which is a great name. So <laughs> what you'll always referring to is I was having some um, challenges with my wife because I was spending a lot of time on I'm building a business. I'm an entrepreneur, right? And it's really easy to get caught up in the moment, get lost in the sauce. Um, and one of the things that that suffers when you're looking at your time is where can I shave time? There were there, you know, there were days we just weren't spending much time together at all. And we just kept we kept kind of having the same the same argument or the same heated discussion, however you want to say it. You don't spend enough time with me baby, I'm doing everything I can to provide. And we had this kind of going back. It just kept happening. I said, listen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get my phone. And I'm going to put you in my calendar every day. We're going to spend at least 15 minutes, some days more, but we're going in my calendar. And what do you want to do on Monday? That Monday will be a day. And she started crying. She was very upset. And, and I think that's because she thought, shouldn't I be more important than your calendar type of type of vibe? And I was like, I was like, hold on a sec. So I went up, grabbed Atomic Habits, and I read this. I read this line to her that, um, and I'm going to kind of botch it. This was a little while ago, but basically, what James Clear says in this book is there was a sample size of people that wanted to lose weight. They wanted to lose, I think, it was tr- like 20 pounds or something. And the first sample size um, had said, "Gosh, I'm going to botch this." That we're we're going to lose wait, and then that's it. They, they didn't take any other action. Um, the second group took, took a little bit more action and stated, um, they like stated and they made like a public declaration. They were going to lose weight. And then the third group said all the same things, but they said, I'm going to do, I'm going to work out at this time, at this place for this period of time. And that group that that clarified and stated when, where, and what they were going to do was over two and a half times more successful in that. And so by sharing that lesson from the book, she was like, oh, okay, I get it. That makes sense. And so it, it really, imp- we haven't had that, that argument since, and that was several months ago. So um, yeah, I would encourage you if you're, you know brothers, sisters, ladies, gentlemen, dogs, and cats. If you're having a problem with your spouse because of that, um, put it in the calendar. That, that time is really important. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's the, you know, the beautiful thing, right? You were as men, we're in the business of trying to solve problems and, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and sometimes we, you know, it was amazing that you were to find, you know, in the book, something, okay, this is what I can apply to my relationship. This is what I can, I can, I can make happen 
happen to, um, you know, better my situation now because we do care about the people in our lives. Uh, one of the books I am reading now is, um, and I, have you listened to the, my first million podcast? I have not. I've just been made aware of it pretty recently. I got connected with the host. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it is absolutely amazing. Um, I've been listening to it and, um, Sam, he talked about this book, uh, it's called, um, the body keep score. And he told a story about how, um, he was in a, uh, a restaurant with his dad when he was really young and he, his dad told him, um, he was drinking he was going to drink his, his root beer and he asked for a straw and his dad told him, um, real men don't use straws. And so that little thing that his dad told him at that very young age, he went through most of his adult life not using straws because he subconsciously always remembered what his dad said about real men not drinking and uh, not drinking with straws. And so it kind of, he kind of brought it back to how we, Sometimes we have traumas in our life that we keep replaying because we're not aware of them and we, we don't know. We're just not really aware of them. And so this book is kind of like forcing um, me to look at myself. Uh, you know, what traumas am I carrying that may affect my relationships with um, the people that I care about and and love? And so. I say all that to say this, sometimes there's a lot of gems and books that can help us get from where we are now to where we need to be, but we have to be willing to, one, read them, and then be willing to apply the information that we are getting out of these tools, because everything is tools, right? It's either using you or you or you're using it, so... We have to remember that. And so I, I just wanted to share that story of, I wanted you to share that story because it was so important to see why, why it's so important to apply what we learn. 100%. And that's, that's kind of funny. By the way, I don't drink out of straws either. So maybe I have a, <laughs> a traumatic moment too. Um, but, you know, it's so funny when you say that because we're being bombarded with information all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. It is amazing. The small little piece of, of it, quote unquote advice that kind of latch onto the back of our heads. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a perfect example. I caught an ad on YouTube. This is, I don't know, a couple of years ago, a, an ad on YouTube. I only, I didn't even watch the whole ad. I watched about 45 seconds of it. And during this ad, this guy, obviously no shirt on, was explaining the best way to lose weight. And he had this way of like, well, you don't eat during this time. And when I eat, I, I, you know, my first meal is a cup of coffee. And then I work out for two hours. I'm like, that's it. I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm just not, I'm never going to eat in the morning and then I'm gonna have a cup of coffee. That's the diet for me, right? And it's, I lived like that for almost a year. And then I was just kind of like, this rando with a YouTube <laughs> ad that I didn't even watch. Like now I'm changing my life. It's just, it was just so striking that, that that little piece of advice could get stuck. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's really funny how that works. And I think that Jalal is one of the really important reasons why surrounding yourself with people that can actually give you good feedback and good yeah. advice yeah. 
is really, 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 really important. Right, right. Yes. And, you know, just knowing that we have to be open to that feedback. And I think that's one of the things that I'm working on this year is really allowing myself to be more open to feedback. Because my default was, why are you criticizing me? Like, you know. Sure. You know, like that was my, my default. And so this year is really, I'm really focused on, okay, intentionally surrounding my people, uh, surrounding myself with people who can give me that feedback and I cannot, you know, take it personal. I cannot, you know, feel like it's an attack because I know they're coming from a good place. Yeah, it has to be, the, the feedback definitely has to come from the right person um, with the right intention. Yes. You know, everyone's got an opinion. Right. You know, my wife and I, we had gone to a um, a marriage. I don't know if I'd call her a marriage counselor, but a neutral party that could help bridge the gap in our discussions because, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, women and men don't always see things the same way, right? Yes. And I was – the person that we had hired had great reviews on Google, but she was – she wasn't even married. It was a single woman out there giving marriage advice, and I was like – it doesn't hit the same lady. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny to me. Right, right, right. And that, uh, it's, <laughs> that is funny. It's like, <laughs> how are you going to give me advice on how to do something that you're not even doing? Like it, Exactly. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, There's so many people out there, so many coaches out there giving like financial advice that are broke. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, people get roped into it or someone that has never launched an NFT is giving like, is, is, is like trying to tell you which NFT project is, is right. You know? Um, and, and, you know, I think it's really, really smart Jalal that you're going down that road. And that's, again, that's one of the reasons I, I started uh, the after hours entrepreneur mastermind group, because getting that like good feedback from someone that knows what they're doing is, it can be really tough. Yeah. It can be really tough. So by bringing in operators and business and entrepreneurs, experts in different fields, whether it's landing pages, podcasts, YouTube, um, email conversion rates, like getting all those people together to say, hey, you know, this is what you can improve coming from a good place is immensely powerful. It's hard for me to to overstate the power of the mastermind concept. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. I, I love that idea. And I think the first time I heard about it was in um, Napoleon Hill's uh, Think and Grow Rich was the first time yep. I really heard the concept of it. And then I started, you know, hearing it more and more. I'm like, OK, that's what you know, that's what they're talking about when you hear that. And yes, it's it's so powerful because. We if we are not. Consciously deciding who and what we let pour into us, then we, because our environments is going to feed us one way or the other. It's we're either going to get fed by it or it's going to feed or, or, or we're going to feed it, you know, so it's going to happen one way or the other. So you have to be intentional about what you allow in your space, who you allow in your space, because it matters. It really matters. It, it, yeah, it's, you know, I would encourage anyone out there, everyone out there, get yourself into some sort of group. What are you focused on? What season of life are you in? What are your goals? And join a group that could that could be a, a men's group at church. It could be a you know a business mastermind like I run. 
It could be, you know, it, it could be whatever, right? But you, you definitely want to be part of some small, small group um, with people that have a similar goal. It's, I think it's a necessity, you know, cause you just, you don't know what you don't know. Right. right? And the, the, the reality is a lot of people that we spend time with, they don't have the same goals as you, as us. Mm. They're going in a different direction. They'll they, be damn sure they're going to give you opinions on what they think you should be doing. But if they have a different goal, they're going in a different path and you need to surround yourself with the right people. I cannot overstate that enough. Yeah. It is the most important part, I think, of um, achieving what you want to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally, totally agree with that. And I, I think we we got to put our egos aside and, and really do that more often because that's really the difference between that information, the difference between where we are now, where we want to go. And if there's people that we can surround ourselves to help us get that faster, that is what we need to do to, to get there. Now, I want to- We had, I'll just give you a quick story ahead. that I think is is cool. Um, so I met I met this guy about eight months ago, maybe six months ago, and he was really struggling. He he knew he wanted to build a business. He was trying all these different things. You just It just wasn't happening. <laughs> It just, it just wasn't happening. He just wasn't making any money. He wasn't landing clients. He kept changing his value proposition. He kept changing his zone of genius. Sound familiar? Yep. I was there. <laughs> and, you know, he, he joined our, uh, the mastermind program that, that, that we have. And just a couple of weeks ago, he had another shift. He kind of had another moment of brilliance. A few weeks ago, he shifted and he's already landed several clients. He's making money. He paid the bills for that. He thought he was like, Mark, I think I'm going to have to go back and get a job. I'm just going to have to get a job to pay my bills. But, you know, by, 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 by surrounding himself with the right people, by getting the right feedback, he was able to find the lane. He was able to find the clarity. He was able to find the action steps that moved him to the place. And now he's starting to make money. He's getting the momentum. And, um, I, yeah, I just, I think, you know, if you're, if you're trying to figure something out, investing in, in that type of, of, program is, is really important. Yeah. And see, that, that's beautiful that he realized, okay, you know, I, I need to figure this out and then put himself in a position, sought out the right person to help join the right group to help get him to where he was, where he wanted to go. And, and he had just, just a little bit more, he had been in a lot of groups before, but he was mm -hmm. in these big groups. He was in like, oh. you know, there's a thousand people in the group. Mm -hmm. And I think there's, there's a lot of value in being, you know, a smaller tight knit group. Yeah. Um, you know, my community, it's only 50 bucks a month. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, I think it's, it's still very accessible wherever you're at on the, in your journey. Um, but it, at this point, at least it's still small enough where you're getting into sessions that there's 10 to 12 people. It's still got an intimate kind of small cohort style feel. And, and I think that y'all, that's where you want to find, you want to find that kind of the smaller group environment with people that you like mm -hmm. that are on that same journey that are invested in each other. Yes. I love that. And I think that um, it's really important. So I want to do two things as we get ready to wrap up here. I would love for you to um, one, if somebody is answer this question for me, if somebody is struggling to take action in their life, what would your advice be to encourage them to, on their journey, if they came to you and say, Mark, I'm really struggling to take action in my life. And then secondly, I would like you to tell people where they can find out more about the mastermind, the podcast, everything. So they can 
you know, tap in and, you know, get connected. Yeah. So, you know, my, my tag all over the place is Mark Savant Media. So if you go to marksvantmedia.com, you'll, you'll see all the resources that I have. Um, and, you know, honestly, I'd love to hear from you. You know, Mark at marksvantmedia.com. Shoot me an email, uh, marksvantmedia. And uh, my email is mark at marksvantmedia.com. So that's a, a big question, Jalal. You know, what do I tell someone who's struggling to take action? Um, and this, this is one of the things that I found, I think, when talking to people. You know, there was a friend of mine I talked to about this years ago. He saw what I was doing and he was like, that's cool. I think I can do the same thing. I'm like, you should. He's like, yeah, I, I love the outdoors. I'm, I want to create an outdoor YouTube channel. I'll teach people how to live outdoors. It's going to be amazing. But, you know, I'm not going to, I can't start it until I buy a kayak. Once I buy my kayak, then, uh, you know, then I'll, then I'll start. Guess what? He still has not started his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Speaking to a buddy of mine at the gym the other day, and I love you. If you listen to this brother, I love you very much, but you, your mentality, my friend, he's, you know, he's saying that, you know, I can start my online business, but it'll probably be about a year after I get my license. Once I get my license, then I can start. I'm like, bro, you don't, you can start, you know, you can start the pieces now pushing something out 12 months till you get a $400 license. Like, you know, you just, it's as easy as getting on Instagram, cleaning up your profile and DMing people. You know, it doesn't, you don't need to overcomplicate it. Right. So I think the best piece of advice that I would give people, because I think the number one people, number one reason why people don't take action is because they're waiting for something to happen. Mm. I can take action once this happens. Well, I'll have a, a clean house once I get more, once I buy a bigger house and I have more room, then I'll be more organized, right? Or, you know, once New Year's hits, that, then I can start to lose, then I can start to lose weight, you know, or it, it, the list goes on and on and on, right? The number one mistake people make is they're waiting for something to happen for the action to take place when it's actually the opposite. Once you take action, that's when the stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 you have to take the action. You have to take the first step and, you know, don't, you know, Yeah, I I just think that that it, it it actually makes me sad when I think about how many people are waiting for something to happen before they take the action. Because once you take the action, that's when the thing is going to occur. Yeah, and I, I love that, and that's and I think that's the whole point of this podcast. It's just action only podcast. It's just to encourage people to to take the first step. There's so many things, so many of the guests. I mean, if I had never put out the post that I was looking for guests to come on my podcast, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. You know what I'm saying? So if you have to just put yourself out there, take the steps and beautiful things will begin to happen. And they might not happen right away, but sometimes things have to, you have to prove that you have, you can consistently show up to whatever it is you're after. And, you know, that's what kind of happened for you. you. You prove that you can consistently show up people and money found his way to you, you know? And so Mark, I really just want to say, I thank you and I appreciate you for coming on today uh, and dropping a lot of gems and a lot of things for us to look into with this AI and just understanding that we need to surround ourselves with people who are invested in 
trying to help us get to that next level and stop overcomplicating stuff. You know, <laughs> it's just we have to stop overcomplicating stuff and use the tools at your disposal to do what it is that you are trying to do with, you know, with what you have now. And so I appreciate you for really coming on and even the encouragement uh, like Mark, when he hit me up, you know, he's we're we're talking to he's encouraging me about, you know, my my journey as a, as a single father. We just talking about how tough fatherhood is and just like it really meant something to have somebody reach out that, you know, hey, I see what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing. I would love to talk to you. I'd love to connect. That stuff means a lot. And so I really want to say, I really do appreciate you. Yeah, it, you, you change the world one, one kid at a time. And I, I really think that, um, you know, a, a tremendous amount of problems that we're experiencing in the country mm-hmm. are the result of dads not stepping up. So props to you, brother. Props to you to step up and, and make this world better. One dad at a time, man. It's that, I mean, all the other stuff is, is, is really important, right? You know, um, cause you have to put your own oxygen mask on first. Right. Um, yeah, it makes me, it makes me really sad. Honestly, we need, we need dads to step up and be, and be, and be dads, be men, be leaders, you yeah. know? So props to you. And also taking massive action, getting the equipment, putting it out there. I think that we were on episode like 25, 26, 27. Most people don't even make it to episode seven. So you're on the right track, baby. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. This was the Action Only Podcast. And again, we have Mark Savant on the podcast. And I will have his information in the show notes so you can get in contact with him. If you're ready to jump out there and grow, or maybe you're not sure what you want to do yet, hit him up. He would love to hear from you. And thank you guys for listening to the Action Only Podcast. Until next time. I'm gone.